If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
Hello everyone, welcome to the Marketplace. Coming up in this edition, banks in discussion with Ghana Revenue Authority over the imposition of electronic transaction levy on loans secured for mobile financial platforms. We shall be interrogating this move. UK government switches to technical assistance for Ghana after reviewing development aid to Ghana uh, post-Brexit. Plus, on showbiz today, we will look at how social media is disrupting the celebrity brand advertising space. Details of these and many others lined up for you. Please stay. Thanks for your company. I am Pius Kujubaka. Let's now look at our stories. And commercial banks say they are still in discussions with the Ghana Revenue Authority over the imposition of electronic transaction levy on loans secured from various mobile platforms. Reports indicate that some financial institutions are charging 1% as transaction fee for loans advanced on mobile applications like Quick Loan. Now, this is despite a directive from the Bank of Ghana for the firms to suspend the levy. Let's go on Zoom and speak to economist Dr. Patrick Isumain on this development. Thanks so much, sir, for joining me on the marketplace. First off, do you think that charging e-levy on small loans guaranteed or granted, for example, by Quick Loan, is appropriate? Good afternoon. Good afternoon to viewers. Yeah, I, I see. I see no point in that at all. I mean, if people are just so essentially, you are charging people for the mode of disbursement of loans. That should not be happening. Mm. And ISA and the Chartered Institute for Taxation Ghana, for example, have all called for a further reduction in the e-levy. Do you think it is a call that must be considered um, in the budget next week? Largely, yes. I'll support that call. I will even take it to the stream and say we should reduce it to zero, <laughs> i.e. we should scrap the tax altogether. The e-levy was never a very good tax to impose in the first place. I think I understand the logic for people saying that we should reduce the rates. Now, the expectation is that once we reduce the rates, then the kind of transactions that people do that they avoid paying the e-levy even though they are still doing electronic transactions, maybe there will be less avoidance. But for me, the, the horse has already bolted. That should have been done when the E-Levy was being introduced. As it is, people have found ways to make transactions and not pay the E-Levy. So even if you reduce it, if they know how to do their transactions and pay zero E-Levy, why on earth would they revert and pay some positive amount of E-Levy? I don't think it will make too much of an impact. So, you know, the, the tax just should, should consider uh, removing it altogether because we introduced it first and then we saw problems, we made tricks at the last budget and it's still massively underperforming. It just gives you an idea that, you know, this tax shouldn't have been imposed in the first place. And I don't think the tweaks that they are discussing will make much of a difference.
<laughs> I see. But government, time without number, have argued that, look, it is very important. It's a necessary evil we have to consider, especially at a time when we want to, you know, show up our revenue mobilizations. Well, I agree with you on that, that the need to mobilize, uh, to show up our revenue mobilization. But since the ALV was introduced, how much have you mobilized in total? That's the question we should ask ourselves. We haven't mobilized much from it. And it's also caused a lot of issues on the other side with customers claiming that they are being charged when they should not be charged and all these issues come up. And who knows what is doing to a financial inclusion agenda. I think this week there's a report by ISA that over 1 million mobile subscribers stopped using the account because of uh, the ELA, when yeah. the ELA was introduced. Yeah. So it is too much trouble and giving us so little. I think on that basis, we should look elsewhere and consider scrapping that tax. I'm, I'm wondering where that elsewhere is. Um, tell me. Well, that elsewhere, we, we already have an idea. We already have ideas. I think we know one of the remaining elephants in the room is the exemptions that we give out, the freebies that the government of Ghana gives to people who are in the people and organizations, profitable companies, who are in a position to pay tax, and we decide to give them freebies, i.e. the exemptions that we still continue to give, even though last year we said we passed the exemptions bill. If we were not giving those exemptions, we wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been necessary to bring in the eleven in the first place. And then we have to see, we, we have seen some effort being made on the property taxes. I think that is commendable. We expect that that will continue. And if we're able to implement it to the full, we should be able to raise way more revenue. If we did all of these, and then also government took measures to uh, fix the loopholes that leads to illicit financial flows, the amount of money we raised, we didn't even need to be imposing those new taxes. I see. Um, I was coming to the tax regime bid, and we do know that the Chartered Institute for Taxation Ghana, for example, again called for a review of Ghana's tax regime. Do you think that government is making a loss in revenue from tax exemptions, really? Absolutely. And you, you don't need to take it from me. The president has spoken about it before. I think a couple of years ago, he spoke about the fact that we lose upward of $2 billion a year from exemptions, and it was in the IMA program number 16. We, we didn't do much. It is in IMA program number 17. So everybody knows that we lose a lot. There's a lot of leakage through the exemptions. The problem is that it appears that our political leaders use the exemptions. There's so much discretionary power there, so it's used as a means of cultivating patronage. Clearly, at the, the very least we should do is to do a cost-benefit analysis to understand what do those exemptions give to the Ghanaian economy versus, you know, uh, how much it's costing us. I don't think that's been done. But, I mean, it's difficult to argue that we are, we are at a time where we need every single city in tax revenue that we could collect. We are still giving out those exemptions. That should not be happening. And I'm wondering why it's been difficult for government to consider the recommendations, um, you know, institutions like the Taxation Ghana and the rest are making um, for government to, you know, review the tax exemption laws. Can we ever get there? 
I think that last year when the exemptions bill were being discussed, there were still proposals for some projects, and then we are considering giving exemptions. I think that's where the problem is. It's, it's purely a matter of political commitment. And my sense is that the exemptions are used to reward the friends and people who are friends and the people who are in good books of our political leaders. That's, that's the only thing I can speculate. Otherwise, in terms of the revenue gains, there's no explanation why that is not happening. All right. So, um, finally, let me get your views on the taxes again ahead of the budget presentation this week, um, Wednesday. Do you expect new taxes or do you think um, introducing new taxes will better in Ghanaians as uh, being suggested by Professor Lord Mensah yesterday? I had a discussion with him on that. Well, after all that we've seen over the last couple of years and the new taxes, I would be shocked if we brought new taxes. One, one area that I also want to see happen do is to bring back the, the road tools, bring them back in a more refined, refined format. Last year, when the budget was read, the finance minister said they are considering ways to reintroduce the road tools. A full year has passed. We know that we've done all the digitization. There's no reason why we can't use those digital solutions to change how we collect the tools to reduce the leakages and raking more, and also make it faster so that people are not wait or the, the toll collection is not uh, causing the queues that we see. Outside of that, after the multi multiplicity of new taxes we've seen over the last two years, mm. I'll be really shocked and concerned if we were to see new tax handles introduced in this budget. I see. We shall keep um, our eyes on that sector and, of course, update viewers as and when development unfolds. Thanks so much, sir. Dr. Patrick Esumin, for your time here on the marketplace. Let's switch topics to the aviation industry now. And British Airways has indicated the possibility of a price reduction in tickets from next year. This is because the airline is working towards increasing its Gatwick flights to four from three and also nine flights from Heathrow to Accra. Travelers may pay um, $2,000 for a return economy flight to London. Neil Alan Chanoff is the chief officer in charge of planning and strategy at British Airways and spoke to Joy Business. The pricing in the airline industry is very complex. Um, and, uh, you know, it, 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 the very heart of it all comes down a bit to supply and demand and so right generally as flights get fuller right seats get a bit more expensive um and you know even though you know we, we still compete with let's say whether it's brussels airlines air france emirates right people have the opportunity to make connections um and so you have to offer a price that's right that you know, people will be willing to fly direct or maybe not take the connection. But, you know, in just basic supply and demand, if the demand exceeds the supply, that tends to drive the price up. Um, and so really the way as an airline to be able to lower prices and make those more affordable um, is really by adding supply. Um, and so that was the motivation behind adding these additional frequencies. And so if you think of, you know, again, supply and demand in a general market, if, you know, I mentioned by next April we'll have 55% more seats. If you have 55% more seats that need to be sold, the way that you're going to sell them is ultimately you should see prices being lower. 
Um, and, and often, like I said, the way that airlines work is if flights get really full, that's when prices get really get tend to get tend to increase. Um, if we have more seats, right, then there should be more seats out there for people to be able to access at lower fare buckets. So from, from your part, you are committed to improving supply, and that could go a long way to impact pricing on the route. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And that is an assurance from you. <laughs> so I mean, going forward in April, when when uh, the the more routes or more frequencies are, are increased, that could possibly impact on pricing. That should impact on pricing again from the impact of just supply and, and demand. What what influences your decision? I mean, one of your job areas is to the alliance and all the rest. What influences your decision in in terms of adding routes, frequency? Africa, Ghana, and the other markets that you operate in. Yeah. Look, ultimately, what we're looking at is, you know, we have we fly, let's say, about a hundred long haul aircraft out of Heathrow, twelve long haul aircraft out of Gatwick, and ultimately, we want to deploy those where we th where we want to basically meet where demand is, and so we're always looking to put those planes where we find that demand is strongest. Um, I mentioned this earlier. We haven't fully recovered our capacity into Asia um, because that demand has been much slower to recover. Um, we have recovered most of our long haul capacity into North America, but when we're making decisions, what we look at is what routes are working well, um, which tend to be right. Obviously, routes that are full, um, or you know, we see that they're doing well because overall, right, it looks like we're kind of the revenue um, or the profit, let's say, that we're making from flying that flight is working well. Um, and so ultimately, we're always rebalancing the network. And, and really what it is, is trying to put those aircraft where we're seeing the strongest demand. Now, the president of the Canada-Ghana Chamber of Commerce, Alexander Norte, says the South Fed is expecting sub-tax exemptions and incentives for their members undertaking exports and imports in the 2024 budget. According to him, the private sector needs cushioning in order to stay resilient. He was speaking at a business cocktail and networking session. The Canada-Ghana Chamber of Commerce and the French Chamber of Commerce and Industries held a networking session to foster good business relations. In an interview, President of the Canada-Ghana Chamber of Commerce, Alexander Nortis, said, government must create a favorable business environment to attract more foreign direct investment. We have logistics companies that are doing shipments to other neighboring African countries. We're, we're really looking for... Um, for changes at the port, at the port uh, or those that want to set up industries here and bring uh, heavy-duty equipment through the port. Um, a lot of our companies are Ghana-based, and of course, though they're looking... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes 
only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Opportunities across uh, as far as field as Canada... We also invite them or remind them to do business on the sub, South Africa region. President of the French Chamber of Commerce and Industries, Sekou Koulibaly, added that government must focus heavily on re-energizing the private sector in order to turn around the economy. This uh, our critical time, not just for Ghana, internationally. So every measure will be extremely important. Um, we still have hope. Ghana is a very strategic country. Ghana has uh, political stability. Ghana has so much potential. Ghana uh, could serve as the hub of West Africa. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, everybody understands that and uh, doesn't um, uh, mess it up, let's say. So we really hope that um, um, the, the budget will basically uh, favor the turnaround and um, uh, basically reorganize the private sector to turn around the economy. The meeting provided both chambers with the opportunity to converse and seek for potential investment. Let's do something on Koko and the chief of Edum Bonso in the Mpoho district of the western region, Nana Kwando Brimpong III, has bemoaned the spate of farmlands being given away to illegal mining operations. He has cautioned farmers in his traditional area against the practice, emphasizing that any farmer who attempts to cut down cocoa trees for galamse purposes will be arrested and prosecuted. He spoke at an event to offer additional livelihood intervention for cocoa farmers in the Abro Park Association's community. Farmer organization Koko Arabopa Association is partnering with Writer Sport to support its farmer groups in the Western South Koko region with additional livelihood interventions for sustainable cocoa production. The support, which includes access to transport and water, is to empower the cocoa farmers to assess additional income streams aside from the cocoa farming. Council Chairman for the Association, Ismaila Pomasi, explains the living conditions of farmers will change with interventions for the various communities. We believe that to sustain the industry, you must also ensure that the farmer is economically empowered. And to be able to do that, you need to, first of all, ensure you increase the revenue of farmers and also reduce costs. Right. And to be able to reduce costs, you need to make sure that all the costs associated with cutting cocoa from the farm to even the bush, you help the farmer to reduce the cost. That is how come that we have given them the tricycle to also use the tricycle to transport the beans, whether fermented or dry beans from the bush to the to the to the their various communities. 
the Alternative Livelihood Initiative of Koku Abrabopa targeted 620 members and their households based on specific community needs. The various farmer groups received borehole water systems with washrooms, tricycles, spraying and blower machines. Chief Finance and Operations Manager for the group, Patrick John Van Brackel, is confident the interventions will spur the communities to higher productivity. Farmers, they have to apply to the Rainforest Alliance regulations. And for this, we are audited yearly. We recently had our audit. And we are still not, uh, can confirm, but we are uh, very uh, confident we will get our certificate also for next year. So the thing with certification beans, once you deliver them to the customers, you get a premium, a certification premium. We get for all our cocoa beans. Beneficiary cocoa farmers are excited at the interventions. They have, they have cut everything, certainly to the farmers. Not all the place you can search for water and drink. But today, what they have done is enough. Koko Abrabopa has really helped me. They've equipped me with skills needed for cocoa farming. Meanwhile, the chief of Adumbanso, Nana Kwando Brimpon Viked, says the sustainability of cocoa farming should not be harmed by illegal mining activities. Oh, yeah. Galamsey can't be compared to cocoa farming. Proceeds from cocoa farming are beneficial to generations. Galamsey is only destroying our lands. If I find you giving out your land to illegal miners, I will arrest you. Time for show business here on the marketplace. And back then, a very small set of people were handed the mandate to be the face of big brands and companies through advertising. Usually, famous actors and musicians were the ones who made it a cut for promoting products, usually with big budgets spent on traditional media channels. However, the introduction of social media has given rise to what we now call influencers in pop culture terms. Individuals with large followings are leading conversations and marketers have joined the free. Is there a future for this marketing structure? Culture journalist with MyJoyOnline.com has more in this week's edition of Show Business. On social media, we all have that one person that we follow for a reason or the other. For instance, the person may be someone very hilarious, and so we look forward to their post every single time. Um, another person may be the one that educates you on content that you'd you know, like to engage and you know, look forward to in terms of leading your life or taking certain decisions in life, and so you learn to look forward to their post every single day. Now, um, gradually, with the inception of social media and its rise, uh, these individuals have gotten into spaces where they have understood that um, there is some sort of power behind the level of 
um, numbers or the level of control that they have over their followers and are beginning to monetize that. And it hasn't ended there. Now markets are also looking to explore those areas because, for instance, for when it comes to Generation Zs, um, it is a well-established fact that most of Gen Zs now trust influencers um, more than they may trust their friends, you know, or family. And this also translates into, you know, the, the general scheme of things. And so you'd find that um, conversations triggered around pop culture, for instance, uh, you know, go in the same spaces where showbiz um, gossip, among other things, also thrive. And so it creates sort of a fertile ground for lead generation. And marketers are becoming very aware of that and it's becoming a space that they are looking forward to. So you will now find the term everywhere influencer marketing, which has become a big deal that, you know, products are being, you know, advertised to instead of using like the traditional medium, people would want to rather contact people with very high influence on social media to generate those leads for them. Now, in order to let you understand that these are not just mere speculations, but they actually translate into real-time numbers, and let me just uh, run by you these figures. Now, in 2022, for instance, uh, the global expenditure uh, when it comes to the influencer marketing space was about $29.14 billion. That's how much was spent globally when it comes to that particular space. That didn't even used to be a thing some, some, some few years back, right? And in the U.S. alone in that same year, there was about $22.19 billion spent in that same space. Now, in 2023, when it comes to 2023, in terms of the global influencer marketing space, um, the expenditure basically reached $34 billion globally in 2023, this year. And when it comes to the U.S. alone, this same year, it amounted to $26 billion. And so it is a very big market that we are looking at here that if Africa and Ghana, for instance, takes advantage of, it is going to be something that will really improve the lives of people on these platforms. Now, in Ghana, we are seeing you know, a gradual increase in attention and focus on this kind of marketing, though precise data is not yet available to establish this fact, but you know that it is something that is gradually gaining ground in the Ghanaian space. Now, after spending this much on influencer marketing, I think every client, what they want to know is to understand how best they can maximize the potential of this particular space. So one of them basically is to determine your key performance indicators when you are getting um, uh, an influencer or trying to you know enter this influencer marketing space and so determining your key performance indicators will help you you know engage or assess the extent of results that you are looking for from whichever uh, influencer that you are engaging understanding the fact that it's a very new space this can be quite difficult but if done well, if you see some results after the, whichever campaign that is being run is done. And also connecting with the right influencers. You can go to social media, you can know who and who are influencers. You can look at, look through, look at the numbers and all of that, and also look at the kind of um, utterances that which part, any, any particular brand or any particular individual in the social media influencing space aligns with. And this is very easy to do. You can just at the person's previous posts amongst others, you can determine clearly whether these, this person's principles align with whichever objective that you are looking to achieve. Another thing also is that um, 
TikTok, Instagram, and social other social media um, channels must also be maximized or you know utilized by these organizations or clients that are looking to you know explore the influencer marketing space. It's not always that you would have to go for someone who is already an influencer. The brand or the organization itself can position itself in a way that it creates content that sort of appeals to a certain generation of youth who are on social media to ensure that their their products really you know get down to the grassroots when it comes to sales and it also translates into lead generation as well. And one final thing is that you should be able to tie your marketing efforts to a course. I mean, on social media these days, it is very easy for uh, people's, emotion, people's emotions, I should say, to be appealed to. And so um, if com- campaigns are tied to some of these little, you know, um, established causes or established you know reasons why or emotional reasons why people should be able to tap into this campaign it sort of triggers um some movements within persons who are on social media who may love the brand but want to associate with it at least now they have reason to do so kenneth awachida conway to this edition of show business here on the marketplace let's quickly dash to the major online portal and get um some stories there for you IMF to finalize governance diagnostic for Ghana in quarter one, 2024. Also on that portal, you will see we will never leave you alone. That's according to VRA CEO, two people affected by dam spillage. Great stories on that portal. Just visit that portal and get yourself some news in Ghana and beyond. That's it for the bulletin. I am Pius Kujubaka. Let's do this same time next week. Do enjoy your weekend. Bye. Thank you.